I'm your host, Braylon Williams, and welcome back to another episode of Enneagram Restored Podcast. For my faithful listeners, thank you once again for listening. For new listeners, I hope you enjoy this episode. So today, we're jumping planets to the heart triad planet. Uh, I'll be talking about how each type within the heart triad deals with shame, the childhood message. Um, So let's get started by talking about the types that make up the heart triad. So the heart triad, aka the feeling center, it is composed of types two, three, and four. These types have an emotions first reaction. Um, they, they, the heart, the types of the heart triad connect on an empathetic level. They, they, they are guided by their emotional relationships with other people. Um, they value things such as emotional support, recognition, and inclusion. So let's take let's just take a quick moment to look at each individual type of the heart triad. Of course, in later episodes after this one, I will um, really dig deeper into each type within themselves. So um, always, again, do come back to later episodes because we do go in and talk more about each type individually. So, but type twos, aka the helper, um, they twos want to be liked and they find ways that they can be helpful to others so they can have a sense of belonging. Uh, the expectation of someone who is a type two is that if they help you, they expect you to like them back in return. I'll talk more about that again in later episodes to come and even a little bit later inside this episode, but um, it's it definitely talk about more about type twos in the next episode. Um, but type threes, however, they are known as the achiever. Um, the achievers, type threes, they, they have a desire to be successful and admired by people. Um, and their public image is everything to them. They, they are very conscious of, conscious and conscientious about their public image. Um, so they strive for success and I'll tell you why they strive for success in a little bit but for type fours also known as the individualist they desire to be unique and to experience deep authentic emotions no matter whether it's type twos type threes type fours eight seven ones nines each type of the enneagram has a message, has an idea that they pick up during their childhood that shapes who they are as their type. For the most part, this this message, this idea is perceived subconsciously, but that 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 just doesn't mean that it can't be told explicitly. Um, it's just that mainly this is just something. This is the idea that a child, a young child, will pick up um, through the actions, through the behaviors, through other things that are said to them by parents, friends, and uh, other people within their sphere of influence. And for twos, they they pick up on a wounding message that um, they will be humiliated and rejected if they express their own needs. So 
twos are not that good at um, knowing and understanding their own feelings, but they are experts and they are good at being aware of what everyone else's feelings are and, and they choose adapt to what other people want. Um, that's a little bit, <laughs> so they kind of become kind of, in a sense, twos are kind of like nines, you know, you know, nines kind of conform to the flow of everything else to keep the peace, whereas twos conform to, you know, be light, to be, you know, you need this from me, all right, I'm going to set aside my personal ideas about this so I can help you, so you will like me. They, they help to be light, that's the idea of twos. Threes, however, strive for excellence, they, they strive for, you know, excelling in pretty in everything they do they strive to be acknowledged for their hard work for their good deeds for their um outstandingness and that striving striving for accomplishments uh, acknowledgement of accomplishments that striving for excellence is a direct result of their message that they pick up because as young children threes pick up on this not not good message, this wounding message that you are what you do. Threes will become completely different, become a completely different person if that is what it takes to reach this level of success that they understand to be the ultimate success. If if a, a three thinks that their parents if a parent of three thinks that, oh, in order to be successful, you have to be the CEO of such and such company, a three will do whatever it takes to be that CEO because that's what their idea of ultimate success is. If, if, if you know, a three's family is like, high-valued mobsters, and so they think that ultimate success is being the head honcho within a mob. That's what a three will do. They will do whatever it takes to become the top dog within a mob because that's their idea of success. But, you know, there's just something off about you there. Um, No one understands you. Uh, you'll never belong. The, these phrases are the message, the not good message that fours as children pick up. You know, you, you just don't belong. No one understands you. Uh, fours desperate, desperately want people to get them. They want people to understand who they are as a person, who, who their own uniqueness, their individuality. They want people to understand that. For someone who's a type four, they play the questions of what if repeatedly over and over in their mind, kind of as if it was a broken record that they just can't get unstuck. Fours desire 
individuality and uniqueness and uniqueness. People often have this skewed understanding, a misunderstanding about the Enneagram. Most people, when, when they first start to engage with the Enneagram, think, and I'll be honest with you, I was one of them, um, but most people, um, when they when people first engage with the Enneagram, they think that it's all about their behaviors and traits, and, and that's what types of person like, the things you do every day, that's what types of person of course, that, that does play a part into it, but the Enneagram is actually about the why that's behind those behaviors and traits. It's, it's about why do you talk like that? Why do you um, act that way? Why do you do this thing? Why do you act in that manner in this situation, but act differently in this situation? The Enneagram is existent to explore the whys, not the traits and behaviors themselves, but the why behind those set behaviors and traits. And so somewhat the type that you are on the Enneagram is because of your core fears and motivations. So let's let's start with a two's deepest fear and key motivation. So so for twos, their deepest fear is being alone and unloved. But it's also their key motivation. So because twos fear being unloved, they are motivated to express their love and their want to and their need, their want to belong through words and action. That, that's why they are like always helping because this, you know, they are motivated to not be alone and unloved. So they, they are helping you with ever whatever they can um you know just so they are belonging so that they feel like they're wanted they avoid their deepest fear of being alone by making themselves being needed by people that, that that's what a type two person does there is aren't that much different from twos. So a three's deepest, deepest fear is being insignificant, being unworthy, and failure. So through that, threes are motivated by a need to be admired and to have attention. They, they strive for success and excellence and, and, and to avoid feeling worthless, to avoid feeling insignificant. That's, that's why threes are known as the performer, their achiever, because of the striving to be admired. So while twos fear being alone and threes fear being unworthy, fours are just a little bit different because fours fear that they don't have and identity, that they aren't their own person, that they don't have their own wants and likes. For fear that they are flawed and that there is this basic aspect of happiness that they just don't have access to, but other people do. 
Fours are motivated by their desire to express their individuality and their uniqueness. Do you like buying merch and supporting your favorite brands? Well, now you can support any Grammar Start podcast by showing off our merch. We have socks, blankets, shirts, tote bags, mugs, and more stuff to come in the coming months. Just head over to merch.braylonwilliams.me to shop the collection of Enneagram Restored Podcast merch. Each center, each triad of the Enneagram is characterized by one powerful, one largely unconscious emotional response to the loss of contact with the core of the self. For, for the gut triad, for eight, nines, and ones, that one emotional response is anger. For the head triad, for the five, six, and sevens, it's fear. But for the heart triad, twos, threes, and fours, that emotional response is shame. And each type of the heart triad deals with the shame in a different way. For type twos, they they deal with this is response, this emotional response of shame by attempting to control it, by getting people to like them and to think of them as good people. Threes, on the other hand, deny their shame. Um, threes learn to cope with shame by becoming what they think a successful person is like. Fours, though, are, are more like twos. They, they attempt to control their shame by focusing on how unique and how special that they are as a person. But not only does each type of the Enneagram have a different way of dealing with this one large emotional response, each type of the Enneagram also has a deadly sin. And I've talked about deadly sins in previous episodes. I've talked about which, you know, with the gut triad, each type, which each, with what the deadly sin of the eights is, what the deadly sin of the nine is, and, and what the deadly sin of the type one person is. I've talked about it in previous episodes, but it, I want to continue to talk about it within this episode and even more episodes to come. I might just dedicate one episode in the future it, solely to just talking about the deadly sin, what that is, and how how they are how the interaction between each type is different for the deadly sin. How the deadly sin kind of like um, makes. A difference and in interactions between the different types. I don't know. It's just an idea, just a thought for a moment. But each type of the Enneagram has a deadly sin. Um, so let's just take a quick moment to talk about the deadly sin for type twos, threes, and fours. All right. So it's kind of surprising that for a two, their deadly sin is pride. I, I know it, it kind of seems like an oxymoron that twos are the helpers, but yet their deadly sin is pride. 
But twos don't have pride in the typical sense that we think pride of. So twos live in this myth that they are indispensable. They, they believe that other people are more needy than they are and that they know what is best for people. Um, so it's, it's a different sense of pride than how we would typically think of it. So typically we think of pride as, you know, having high esteem of oneself. You know, I'm good at singing. I'm, I'm good at doing art. I'm good at playing the guitar. And no one else is better than me at that. But it's just a little bit different for type twos because their pride is in the fact that they think they know what's best for everyone. It's not necessarily that they are good at one talent, but more good at perceiving feelings and emotions and the best option for people. But for threes, the deadly sin is deceit. And it isn't being, a three isn't a deceiver per se, but rather they are deceiving themselves. Threes lose touch with, with their authentic self because they, in the, in the striving for excellence, in, this, in their striving for uh, acknowledgement of their accomplishments, they, they tend to often lose the true of who they are because most often than not their idea of success is different from who they are as an actual person is different than their authentic self so they often lose touch of that authenticity authenticity that they have within within being themselves but it's no surprise though that for a type 4 person that their deadly sin is envy because you know a type four is they, they they believe they have no identity so they envy people who have identity they envy people who have happiness they envy people who have this sense of normalcy they envy people who have this comfort that they don't it, it makes sense that for a type four since they believe that they have no identity for them to have this deadly sin of envy, to envy everything other people have that they just don't think that they have themselves. Well, that's all that I have for this week's episode of Enneagram Restored. Um, again, I do thank you for listening. But before we go, I, I was just thinking about it. And, you know, it, it's crazy how we all need help in some way. For some people, giving help is not something they like to do. Some people absolutely hate giving out help. But for twos, they love helping as much as possible. Because, again, they want to feel this sense of belonging through their helping. So next week, I'll be talking all about type twos and why it is they like being the helper. So be sure to give it a listen when it releases. And remember that the Enneagram doesn't define you, but it does bring restoration.
It helps reshape your thinking and habits.